Coming up next, it's the Sant Mat Satsang podcast, a production of Spiritual Awakening Radio. Today, focused on the way of ascension, the meditation practice, the spiritual path, according to Baba Jaimal Singh. Teachings of Baba Jaimal Singh of the Radhaswami faith, today on Spiritual Awakening Radio. Jaimal Singh was born in 1839 and passed on in 1903. He was popularly called by the honorific guru titled Babaji. By his Satsangi disciples or followers, he was the son of a Punjabi farmer who as a young man set out on a spiritual quest, eventually becoming an initiate and later a spiritual successor of Shivdayal Singh the great saint of Agra, also known as Sant Radhaswami Saheb, or Swamiji Maharaj. There is a new book out called The Soldier Saint of Bayas, Glimpses of the Life and Teachings of Baba Jaimal Singh. Today we'll sample that book and focus also on spiritual letters, a collection of letters by Baba Jaimal Singh mostly on the spiritual journey, the path of ascension, but we'll also delve into some other rare teachings and facts, lesser known information about Baba Jaimal Singh during this lengthy podcast, taking a deep dive into one of the great masters of the Sant Mat tradition. Jaimal Singh is a fascinating Shabd Yoga adept whose spiritual quest to unravel the secret of the five melodies is both deeply moving and legendary. How he finally came upon his guru, Shivdayal Singh, in Agra, India, in the mid-1850s borders on the unbelievable. But find him he did on that obscure back street now famously known among satsangis worldwide as Panagali. See my earlier podcast on the life and wisdom of Baba Jaimal Singh of the Radhaswami faith, linked below if you're listening by way of YouTube. If not, listen from my email address. I'll be happy to send a link to that earlier Baba Jaimal Singh podcast. Although we have few details about Jaimal Singh's life, there is much to be explored. There are no photographs of the soldier sage, except one that Chanan Singh alleges Sawan Singh had of him, but which by his own retelling is nondescript and appears to have been taken before he retired on the banks of the Bayas River in the Punjab. Just a note about photos, there are some fake photos of Baba Jaimal Singh on the internet that have been around for so long that at this point they seem real to people. People put them on their websites. People download them and put Baba Jaimal Singh's name under them. But they're not real. They're of some other young Sikh soldier from long ago, not Baba Jaimal Singh. There are no photos of Baba Jaimal Singh on the internet that are real, only some fake ones that unfortunately have a life of their own and are forever at loose, at large, on this World Wide Web. 
I do have a sketch, however, that I'm using with this podcast, as you'll notice if you're listening by way of YouTube, a sketch of Baba Jaimal Singh based on some descriptions of him in Sant Mat writings. And so that's as good as it gets. And I have used that as the thumbnail for today's podcast. Enjoy, along with the, the book cover of this new book by David Christopher Lane called The Soldier Saint of Bayas. Although Kirpal Singh has penned a fine biography of the esteemed mystic Baba Jaimal Singh, it still lacks details that would help us better understand Jaimal's relationship with his guru's family, particularly Partop Singh, who clearly served as his sponsor, benefactor, and patron. We are fortunate, however, to have a large correspondence from Jaimal Singh to favored disciple and heir apparent Sawan Singh, first published under the guidance of Charon Singh in the late 1950s in the original language and in an abbreviated English translation, these intimate letters reveal a guru who was deeply concerned with the physical and spiritual welfare of his beloved student, Baba Sawan Singh. From this correspondence, we learn about the inner practice of Surat Shabad Yoga, inner light and sound meditation, and the importance of deep meditation where one focuses on the inner light and the inner sound to plunge into the source of one's own consciousness. Jaimal Singh was raised a Sikh even though he may be considered heretical by some of his more orthodox brethren who exclusively focus on the sacred scriptures of the Sri Guru Granth Sahib or Adi Granth and don't accept living human gurus these days. The fact remains that Jaimal represents the very best of Sikh ideals. Jaimal was a strict vegetarian, lacto-vegetarian. Despite being in the military service, Jaimal was an ardent meditator who devoted his life to the audible life stream and surrendering to the will of the Supreme Being, which all the ten Sikh gurus from Guru Nanak to Guru Gobind Singh stressed was the true essence of religion. And finally, Jaimal was a guru who genuinely cared about the spiritual progress of his disciples and was not concerned with personal fame or wealth or building his own fiefdom. This small book is designed to give a general overview into the majestic life and work of Baba Jaimal Singh. It's divided into five parts, a brief biography, a child's remembrance, Sawan Singh's recollections of his guru, Miraculous Memories, The Last Days of Jaimal's Life, and The Teachings of the Soldier Mystic. Again, this is a new book called The Soldier Saint of Bayas, Glimpses of the Life and Teachings of Baba Jaimal Singh, edited by David Christopher Lane, heavily reliant, of course, upon uh, Kirpal Singh's teachings, uh, the book the biography of Baba Jaimal Singh, and of course, Spiritual Letters, a huge collection of letters mostly to Huzur Baba Sawan Singh by his spiritual master, Baba Jaimal Singh. Today on Spiritual Awakening Radio, we'll dive into and explore the teachings of Baba Jaimal Singh. And he is very deep, very advanced, a lot of very valuable insights 
can be gleaned from his teachings about this spiritual journey back to God again, referred to as Anami Parush, the nameless supreme being, as well as the Lord of the Soul, or Radhaswami. This music streams from a transcendent plane and is caught by a soldier saint. That's a verse of mystic poetry from Swamiji Maharaj that could be referring to Baba Jaimal Singh, the soldier saint. Another translation of that same mystic verse found in Sarbachan Radhaswami poetry selections. For this melody comes from the highest heaven, and rare is the soldier saint who catches it. Baba Jaimal Singh's initiation into Surat Shabad Yoga, Inner Light and Sound Meditation at Swamiji's Meditation Room in Agra. Baba Jaimal Singh and other disciples of Swamiji Maharaj were initiated in Swamiji's Meditation Room at his home in Panagali, Agra, India. Swamiji then began to instruct him, Baba Jaimal Singh, into the theory and practice of Surat Shabad Yoga and when the instructions were over asking the youth of 17 to sit down for meditation he left the room. As soon as Jaimal sat down for meditation he got lost in samadhi, was absorbed very deeply in meditation in other words. The night came and passed away, the day broke but he continued motionless lost in the inner bliss he had discovered. Another day saw itself swallowed up by the night, and the night saw itself replaced by another day, and yet the youth sat lost to the world around him. When some 48 hours had thus gone by, Swamiji asked some of the disciples if they knew where the visitor from the Punjab had disappeared. We saw him two days ago at the Satsang, they said. But we have not seen him since. Swamiji smiled and proceeded straight to the little room where he had left his latest disciple, which none had entered for two days. He placed his hand on Jaimal Singh's head, and when the latter's soul returned to the normal physical consciousness, and he opened his eyes, he saw his guru beaming at him. Do you, my boy, still doubt if your master be a true seeker or not? He asked with a twinkle in his eye. The account of Baba Jaimal Singh's initiation in that small meditation room within a room on the bottom floor of Swamiji's house in Agra at the time of Baba Jaimal Singh's initiation. And that's recorded in a book called A Great Saint, Baba Jaimal Singh. His Life and Teachings by Kripal Singh.
teachings of Baba Jaimal Singh. Now I write to you a little about Paramath or spiritual practice, spirituality. When you are free from work and have leisure, develop the condition of the mind which enjoys deep sleep. Particularly just before going to sleep, See that there is no worldly desire or any kind of desire in the mind. Then repeat the names. Here he is referring to Panchnam, five sacred names, the five names as they're known. Baba Jaimal Singh. Then repeat the word Radhaswami. Go on putting Surat and Nairat, the seeing and hearing power of attention, the attention faculty of the soul, in the dun, the sound current, and listen to the sound with love and devotion of the nijman and with an intense longing, and you will feel the bliss of the sound. You may not be able to keep the attention there for long, but you will enjoy the bliss. Practice this every day. Whenever you have time or leisure. Interesting how he has the five names plus Radhaswami, or the six names, if you will. Letter 118, page 121, in that particular edition of Spiritual Letters. Particularly just before going to sleep, see that there is no worldly desire, or any kind of desire in the mind. Then repeat the names. Then repeat the word Radhaswami. Here he is saying, just before you fall asleep at night, and I've heard other masters give a similar technique to spiritualize sleep. At the end of the day, as you're getting ready to fall asleep, you do manas jap, simran, the repetition of your sacred name or names, and take that into the dream state. He says here, then repeat the names, the five names he is referring to, then repeat the word Radhaswami. The word Radhaswami means Lord of the Soul or Soul Lord and is a sacred name of the Supreme Being at the highest level, the most high level, the formless, nameless, absolute Supreme Being, Sat Purush Radhaswami. More teachings of Baba Jaimal Singh, mostly based from, uh, from what's in the book Spiritual Letters. Earlier I mentioned David Lane's book that you can get at Amazon if you like or other sources. Just thought I would mention that book to you. But mostly I'm reading from spiritual letters today. Read the Hazuri Pathi, Sarbachan Radhaswami poetry of Swamiji Maharaj every day. It is very explanatory and enlightening, says Baba Jaimal Singh. This is another account of some 
advocating of the chanting or singing out loud of the holy name, the sacred name, Radhaswami. Now that your house is ready, you should move into it. First, you should read five Shabads or hymns from Huzuri Pathi, or in other words, Sarbachan Radhaswami poetry. Then let all the satsangis chant aloud, Radhaswami, 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 for five minutes. Says Baba Jaimal Singh, what a housewarming that is. Mystic poetry of Swamiji and five minutes of chanting the holy name, Radhaswami. Actually, a more detailed account of that from Spiritual Letters, letter number 110. Now that your house is ready, you should move into it. First, you should read five Shabads or hymns from Hazuri Pathi or Sarbachan Radhaswami poetry. Then let all the satsangis chant aloud Radhaswami, Radhaswami for five minutes. Then think in your mind that Huzur Swamiji is sitting on a bed or on a seat in the room. Then for 15 minutes sit in bhajan. Bhajan is a term for meditating on the sound current, the inner spiritual subtle sound within bhajan. If that is not possible, then repeat the Simran for the same period. Then remove the bed or seat and occupy the house. Please take the above to be my firm directions. He is advising someone long ago. Do move into your house, please, because now it is only in this way that I can come to you. I am always with you in shabd form. If you can get four days leave, you may come here. This is, of course, a letter to a disciple, a follower of his long ago. More teachings of Baba Jaimal Singh. To subjugate the mind, the technique is first to receive the Satguru's instructions. Second, to hear the Shabd Dun, the sound current. Third, to love the Dun, love the sound current. And fourth, to experience its bliss. Baba Jaimal Singh. To subjugate the mind, the technique is first to receive the Satguru's instructions, second to hear the Shabadun, or sound current, third to love the sound current, or Dun, and fourth to experience its bliss. He also says continue with your bhajan, listening to the sound current in meditation, and Simran, repeating God's name or names, every day.
Baba Jaimal Singh listen to the sound current every day. While in meditation, do not think about worldly problems. Then the mind will become still. Argue with the mind thus. When you are asleep, you forget all activities of the world. What do you lose at that time? If it does not affect you adversely then, why do you indulge in worldly thoughts now? If you do not recall affairs of the world during meditation, will anything go amiss? Be firm and bring the mind round with determination, says Baba Jaimal Singh. Negotiate with your mind and to convince your mind to let you meditate, that you don't need to be stuck with worldly outer thoughts and worries, but temporarily put those aside and then do the meditation. Baba Jaimal Singh, listen to the sound current every day when you are free and do Simran even while walking. Then all your worldly work will be done by the master himself. Simran, of course, here is referring to divine remembrance, remembering God by repeating his name or names the guru mantra that one receives at the time of initiation. One repeats the names to get centered, not only during meditation, but when your mind is three, when your mind is free throughout the day or evening hours, anytime, anywhere, any place, you can repeat the names and turn your waking state of consciousness into a meditation of sorts as well, or as Brother Lawrence of the Resurrection once called it, practicing the presence of God. You know, even in everyday life, mundane affairs, coming and going. Baba Jaimal Singh, do not worry in any way. The Lord himself has given you this way to meet him. So you should consider this your great good fortune and you should always hold on to the sound current. One day it will surely take you to Sachkhand. Sachkhand is a term referring to the infinite, timeless, eternal, spiritual realm, transcendent realm above the material and mental planes and astral planes of the lower universes. Sachkhand is a term for the timeless pure spiritual realm above mind and matter. The Lord himself has given you this way to meet him. So you should consider this your great good fortune and you should always hold on to the sound current. One day it will surely take you to Sachkhand.
Shabdadun, sound current, the audible life stream. Baba Jaimal Singh. When you are doing your bhajan or simran, your meditation, do not have any worldly cares in your mind, nor let yourself be distracted by any thoughts. First do your simran for a quarter of an hour, then gradually fix your attention in the music of the shabdadun, the sound current, the inner sound, the subtle sounds, the sound coming from beyond the silence. Baba Jaimal Singh, then give up Simran, the repetition of the names, and anchor your mind and soul in the Shabad, in the sound. You will then experience great bliss and supreme grace will descend on you from the highest region. Such was the general pattern. The details, of course, were adjustable. The time factor could vary, but daily meditation or spiritual practice was to be maintained at all costs. Baba Jaimal Singh, listen to the Shabdadun calling in your heart every day with great love and devotion for 15 minutes or 10 minutes or 5 minutes or an hour or two according to the time at your disposal. But you must listen to it every day for a while. Hazur Baba Sawan Singh Ji also laid great stress on this, saying, no matter in what circumstances one finds himself and what new problems one is facing, a devotee should not miss his bhajan, meditation on the sound. He may give only 15 minutes or even 5 minutes to it daily, but he should be on it without a break." Unquote. There was great beauty in the Shabd. It had a music that was beyond any music created by man and which drew the soul toward itself. It was forever calling the spirit toward its divine home. And though it was not heard by ordinary men, yet those who had developed through spiritual practice and the grace of a Satguru, the capacity of inner hearing, could hear its melody every minute of the day, now growing stronger as the mind focused itself on one point, now dimming and fading away as one's thoughts scattered in various directions and attention was dissipated. It was the Shabad that was the true anchor of the seeker. A passage from the new book, Glimpses of the Life and Teachings of Baba Jaimal Singh, the soldier saint of Bayaz, the soldier saint, the soldier sage, the soldier satguru. Baba Jaimal Singh, there is nothing more important than meditation. Increase this practice from day to day, never decrease it. Whenever you are free from duty, you should not waste your time even a little, nor fritter away the attention of your chit, your mind stuff. For this time will not come to you again, even for a minute, and we have to carve a place for ourselves in the Shabdadun, 
while we are still in this body, says Baba Jaimal Singh. Listen to the sound current every day when you are free and do Simran even while walking. Then all your worldly work will be done by the Master himself. Do not worry in any way. The Lord himself has given you this way to meet him. So you should consider this your great good fortune. And you should always hold on to the sound current. One day it will surely take you to Sach Khand. The real greatness is in Shabdadun and Nam. Therefore fix your Surat and your Nairat and Nijman with devotion in the sound. If you listen for 10 minutes or 5 minutes or 4 minutes or 2 minutes or even 1 minute with love and devotion, millions of sins and obstacles will be removed, says Baba Jaimal Singh. Listen to the inner sound, logos, shabadun, audible life stream, music of the spheres, the sound current in meditation. Every day, listen to the shabadun every day, and also always keep Simran, the repetition of the holy names, in mind. For then the compassionate Huzur will do your official work himself. To become purified and acquire the power to reach Sach Khan, the true eternal timeless spiritual realm, to possess the energy to ascend to each stage, to obtain bliss by reaching the levels of Alak, beyond perception, the sixth plane, Agam, the inaccessible seventh plane, and Anami, the nameless one, Radhaswami, Lord of the Soul, ocean of love and all consciousness, the eighth plane, and merging into it, and to break loose from all attachments in order to become liberated, all will be attained through the grace of the Satguru's real form, the Shabdadun, by listening repeatedly to it every day, says Baba Jaimal Singh. Soldier Saint of Beas glimpses of the life and teachings of Baba Jaimal Singh. A section devoted to Kirpal Singh's recollections and presentation of Baba Jaimal's teachings. Selected from the writings of Kirpal Singh. Essentially, this is a satsang talk of Sant Kirpal Singh largely based on the teachings of Baba Jaimal Singh, a rather potent spiritual discourse.
To present the teachings of a past saint who has left no compositions of his own either in verse or in prose, and in whose time shorthand and the tape recorder were yet unknown, is not an easy task. However, the bunch of letters that Babaji addressed to his beloved Sawan Singji have been preserved and are very revealing. Further, some of those who came in contact with him have left suggestive accounts of his discourses. But most important of all, Huzur Sawan Singji Maharaj, to whom he passed on the spiritual torch as his spiritual successor, has interpreted within living memory the message in its essence of his great guru. Piecing all these together, we can arrive at a clear conception of the nature and scope of the teachings of Baba Jaimal Singh. Kirpal Singh begins by summarizing things. I begin with the creation of the universe and then we'll delve into meditation practice. The creation, Kirpal Singh, the absolute reality in its ultimate form was Nirankar, Nagun and Anami, formless without attributes and nameless, in other words, and could only be expressed in negatives, neither light nor darkness, neither sound nor silence, etc. It was incomprehensible, ineffable, infinite, and describable. It was this supreme reality that was responsible for everything else. When it projected itself into form, it brought into being the purely spiritual realms of Agam, Alak, Satnam, etc. Light and sound appearing at it as its primal attributes. As it descended downward, it brought into creation the material current or call, which gained in predominance as it moved lower and still lower. The countless regions that were created below the purely spiritual realms of Satdesh could be divided into three grand divisions, Brahmanand, Und, and Pind, the causal and astral and physical, or spirit, material, and material, so long as one lived in the plane of the relative, one was caught in the web of maya or illusion. One desire was succeeded by another and pleasure was followed by pain. There could be no lasting rest, no lasting joy. God in filling the cup of man's earthly blessings had left out happiness and contentment to ensure that his creature did not wholly forget his maker. The only way to attain beatitude lay in transcending the realm of relativity and reaching the regions of pure spirit, where the soul merged in the absolute, became lost in the ocean of consciousness, and was freed from all failings and desires. How was this transcension to be achieved? What is this science of Surat Shabad Yoga 
that represents the crown of mystic achievement? It was, said Babaji, as in Baba Jaimal Singh, the path most economical in effort and the one most rewarding for reaching back to the primal source of all life and light. Its secret lay in the insight that if the soul was to merge back into the point from where it had descended, the way of ascent must be identical with that of descent. The nameless one, when he had assumed name and form, had projected himself into Shabad, Nam, Kalma, or the Word. It was this spiritual current whose primary attributes were melody and effulgence that was responsible for all creation. Baba Jaimal Singh it is through Shabad, the sound current, that everything came into manifestation. Ishwar, God as the sustainer of the world. Jiva, individual soul. Maya, the subtle and gross material. Brahmanan, the physical, astral, and causal planes. All were brought into being by his motion. All sages in their own different ways had testified to the working of the word or nam power what the masters of the surat shabad yoga said on this subject was nothing new what was distinctive was their emphasis on the idea that if everything even the jiva atman had come into manifestation through the agency of shabad then shabad was the best and only means for reaching back to our point of departure the Nirankar, Nargun, Anami, and Absolute. The music and glory of the Word spread through all creation and permeated our being. If only the Atman could be contacted with it, it could use this string from the Nameless Lord to reach his door. But the soul in its downward descent had loosened the link and had forgotten its real nature, says Baba Jaimal Singh. Kirpal Singh Acquiring the gross coverings of body and mind, it, the soul, had lost sight of its native home and identified itself with its prison. Babaji said in a letter dated May 15, 1900, Ever since the soul, the Jiva Atman, had been separated from Sachkan, the true abode, and from Shabadun, it has lost its faith in Sat Parush, the true one, the supreme being, and Shabadun. But the Shabbat always looks after the Jiva Atman, always looks after the soul, though it knows it not. For it has fallen deeply in love with mind and Maya, with the objects of Maya or illusion and the senses that are so deceptive. It loves them so well that it cannot realize that it is to its own detriment, considering as beneficial what is in fact harmful. Love for the mind has left it 
anesthetized, and the mind itself has fallen senseless before the pleasures of the senses, and finally Maya has cast such a spell that it may never recover from its swoon. Kripal Singh Our spiritual faculties had got so fogged and cloaked with the gross coverings of mind and maya that even though the shabd was forever reverberating within and around us, we could not hear its music or see its glory. How was this chain to be broken? How could man once again revive his link with his maker? For this Babaji affirmed, one needed indispensably the aid of a competent master. Baba Jaimal Singh Without his enlivening touch, the soul could not awaken from its slumber and get attuned to Nam, the positive power, a term for the divine light and sound of the spirit. Kirpal Singh The Jiva Atman was too far lost in the gross material to contact Shabad on its own, Besides, the inner way was not an easy one, and even if the soul could transcend physical consciousness and enter the realms within, it could not proceed very far on its own. The regions Und and Brahmanand were well nigh infinite, and without a spiritual guide, it would remain lost in their wonders. Further, there are points in the mystic journey, especially between one plane and another, that were so difficult that, but for an adept, he, the soul, would forever be obstructed there. Since the soul had fallen a victim to Maya through the mind and senses, the way of liberation for it lay through its withdrawal from them. The two sadhanas, or spiritual practices, that Baba Jaimal gave, as his predecessors had done, were Simran and Bhajan the repetition of sacred names of God, and meditation upon the positive power, especially the inner sound or bhajan meditation. The first involving the repetition of the sacred names of the Lord was to be practiced at all hours of the day. Always keep the Simran in mind, he enjoined, even while moving or busy at work. Constant thought of the Supreme One was the greatest security against worldly thoughts and desires. It helped the mind in keeping itself free from its usual preoccupations, and when done with full attention at the time of spiritual practice or meditation, it enabled a speedy collection of the currents of consciousness at the spiritual center between and behind the eyebrows. In other words, the third eye center. Once such concentration or dhyan had been attained, one could get in touch with the sound current, and dhyan, resulting from Simran, led naturally to bhajan or absorption into the shabaddun, the sound current. Baba Jaimal Singh When you are doing your bhajan or Simran, do not have any worldly cares in your mind, nor let yourself be distracted by any thoughts. First do your Simran for a quarter of an hour, then gradually fix your attention in the music of the Shabaddun. 
Then give up Simran and anchor your mind and soul in the Shabd. You will then experience great bliss and supreme grace will descend on you from the highest region. Sant Kripal Singh Such was the general pattern. The details, of course, were adjustable. The time factor could vary. But daily spiritual practice was to be maintained at all costs. Baba Jaimal Singh Listen to the sound current calling in your heart every day with love and devotion for 15 minutes or 10 minutes or 5 minutes or an hour or two according to the time at your disposal. But you must listen to it every day for a while. Hazur Baba Sawan Singh Ji also laid great stress on this. No matter in what circumstances one finds himself and what new problems one is facing, a devotee should not miss his bhajan. He may give only 15 minutes or even 5 minutes to it daily, but he should be on it without a break. Kirpal Singh, there was great beauty in the Shabd, or Shabad. It had a music that was beyond any music created by man and which drew the soul toward itself. It was forever calling the spirit toward its divine home. And though it was not heard by ordinary men, yet those who had developed through spiritual practice and the grace of the Satguru, the grace of the Master, the capacity of inner hearing, could hear its melody every minute of the day, now growing stronger as the mind focused itself at one point now dimming and fading away as one's thoughts scattered in various directions and attention was dissipated. It was Shab that was the true anchor of the seeker. It was the conscious power that had brought everything into creation. And it was also one's real master, the Shabd Guru. For the Sat Guru in his human form was its physical manifestation. Says Baba Jaimal Singh, Shabad Dun, that is our real form. This physical body is only a garment. Nobody could keep it forever and nobody ever will. Believe, O oh devout ones, that the Shabad form of the Satguru, which has no beginning and no end, is within the body. Kirpal Singh, once one had developed a constant link with this inner music, it worked as a shield against worldly afflictions and sorrows. Misfortunes visited everyone, and one's past karmas had to be paid for, but for the man who had rooted himself in the Shabad-dun, the audible life stream, they had lost their sting. Babaji, speaking mostly to simple villagers, drove home his teachings through examples and similes based on village life, thus explaining the protective power of Shabad, the sound current. He would say, the body is like a village or city, and the Shabad Dun is our own house, is our own home. A reading from selected writings of Kripal Singh, 
Found in the book, The Soldier Saint of Bayas, Glimpses of the Life and Teachings of Baba Jaimal Singh, edited by David Christopher Lane. And now for the turban. A couple of fun things at the end of today's Satsang podcast. In Indian culture, it's a really big deal if a spiritual master near the end of his life gives his turban to one of his disciples. That is a sign of spiritual succession to that disciple or that that disciple is going to be at least one spiritual successor of that great teacher. Baba Jaimal Singh Ji Maharaj was one of the foremost disciples of Swami Ji Maharaj. Whenever Baba Ji would get any time, he would spend it in the satsang, the spiritual gathering of Swami Ji Maharaj, and enjoy his darshan or vision in the presence of his master. In October 1877, when Baba Ji came on leave, Swami Ji Maharaj said to him, This is our last meeting. Now I shall go away to Param Dham, the eternal home, after completing my life's pilgrimage. I have made you my beloved and my own rup, self or form. Bhai Chanda Singh then requested that Satsang be founded in the Punjab district. Swamiji Maharaj replied, This request has been accepted by Akal Parush, the eternal, timeless, supreme being and this task has been allotted to baba jaimal singh then swamiji maharaj bequeathed his own turban to babaji as prashad a gift from master to disciple and commanded him to go and preach nam in the punjab a quote from spiritual letters baba jaimal received the turban from radaji swamiji's wife and widow also known as nirani devi Baba Jaimal Singh, on retiring as a government pensioner from the army, decided to visit the home of his incomparable master. Swamiji had passed away in 1878, as he himself foretold, but Babaji, a.k.a. Baba Jaimal Singh, was greatly attached to his family and his disciples, so in 1890 he took a train and on reaching there proceeded straight to Panagali, Swamiji's house and spiritual center. Radhaji was overjoyed to see Swamiji's beloved disciple once more, while Chacha Partap Singh, Swamiji's youngest brother, was delighted and gave him a cordial welcome. Word was sent to Baba Garabdas, another successor and great disciple of Swamiji, Baba Garabdas then apparently at Agra, and he hastened to meet the great soul from the Punjab. Who can describe the deep joy that was theirs as they greeted and embraced each other and remembered the great master who no longer in this physical plane was yet spiritually ever with them? Who can fathom the feelings of such master spirits? The old spiritual comrades radiated love as they greeted each other, and to see them meet was itself a lesson in the truth that God is love. Radhaji brought forth a red turban and a prayer carpet, which Swamiji had left with her before his passing away, as a last gift to his Gurumukh disciple, 
Baba Jamal Singh, being referred to here as a very faithful disciple. Next day, accompanied by Chacha Partap Singh and Baba Garbdas, Baba Jaimal Singh Ji proceeded to Rai Salagram, another successor of Swamiji, a beloved disciple of Swamiji who had been entrusted after him with the work at Agra and carried on his discourses at People Mandi, his spiritual center, where he was popularly known as Hazur Maharaj. He rejoiced at the visit and received the honored guest with respect and affection, the two embraced, after which Huzur Maharaj drew Babaji towards the Gadi on which he had been sitting in order to seat him next to himself. But with characteristic humility, he declined the honor and seated himself on the floor. A passage from Baba Jaimal Singh and his quest for the secret of Nam, another David Christopher Lane edited publication. From that same publication, Baba Jaimal Singh and his quest for the secret of Nam, Babaji continued to be on very friendly terms with Swamiji's disciples and with the members of his family. There was great mutual respect and esteem, and Babaji's visit in 1894 was made at the invitation of some in Agra, the Agra Satsangis, but after the passing away of Hazur Maharaj Raisalagramji, things began to undergo a change. The different branches of Radhaswami, in other words, were kind of going in separate directions. But I wanted to share with you today how these other gurus in the Radhaswami faith, these other spiritual successors, Baba Garabdas of Delhi, Hazur Maharaj, Rai Salagram, Bahadur of Agra, Partap Singh, Swamiji's younger brother, who was also a guru and eventually had a, an ashram called Partap Ashram or Shabd Partap Ashram. And he had, you know, a spiritual mission as well. Uh, Radhaji, Swamiji's wife, was considered a saint. And uh, here they are getting together, uh, enjoying each other's company in a spirit of love and fellowship you know, total oneness there. And I think that's a good thing to remember as these were all part of the nexus of Swamiji Maharaj, the great saint of Agra. All of these disciples were part of the satsang of Swamiji and all got along with each other. A couple of definitions before I go. This is from the Glossary of Spiritual Letters about Sant Garabdas, the successor of Swamiji who had a satsang in Delhi, founded a satsang in Delhi. That was his area. You know, Baba Jaimal was in the Punjab. Hazur Maharaj was in Agra. Sant Garabdas a disciple of Swamiji Maharaj who reached Sach Khan during his lifetime. He was from the Punjab and a brother disciple of Baba Jaimal Singh. Though a saint of the Punjab, he preached Sant Mat in Delhi, where he had followers. Huzur Maharaj Sawan Singh Ji had a high regard for him also. Although the disciples of Swamiji Maharaj reached to thousands in number, yet three of them were most prominent. They were Rai Bahadur Salagram at Agra, Baba Garabdas of Delhi, and Maharaj Baba Jaimal Singh 
in the Punjab. And a note about that turban, the story of him being given the turban. I thought I would investigate that story a bit to see if it checks out whatever happened to the turban, right? A note about where the turban is now. I checked with a trusted Bayos contact who's very aware of all of these different lineages of masters and the Santmat, the Radhaswami tradition. I contacted them asking if Swamiji's turban, given by Radhaji to Baba Jaimal, really is at Bayas, which was where, in the Punjab, Baba Jaimal Singh set up headquarters and had Satsang, that was his base of operations. Her answer is yes, indeed the turban is there, currently in storage at Bayas, and that in the past many Satsangis have reported seeing it. The turban is there, just like the earlier quotes said it would be, now in the possession of Baba Jaimal Singh, now part of the historic legacy of Baba Jaimal Singh. Teachings of Baba Jaimal Singh Ji Maharaj of the Radhaswami Faith today on this Santmat Satsang podcast, a production of Spiritual Awakening Radio. My name is James Bean. Scroll, if you're listening by way of YouTube, to the notes section below to links to publications regarding Baba Jaimal Singh and the Radhaswami tradition. If you're listening to this podcast through a different website or app, podcast site, etc., feel free to send me an email to request links to more information about Baba Jaimal Singh and the Radhaswami faith and the Radhaswami e-library online. My email address is james at spiritualawakeningradio.com. James at spiritualawakeningradio.com. Or if you're within the U.S., you can text me at this number, 508-603-9381. And a final thought before I go. Uh, in the writings of Baba Jaimal Singh, those spiritual letters... He talks about meditating on the sound current, the subtle sound beyond the silence in contemplative meditation, the bhajan practice. Meditate on the sound for two hours. Meditate on the sound for one hour. Meditate on the sound for 30 minutes if you can, for 15 minutes, 10 minutes, even five minutes is good. Even 60 seconds is good. Even a short but consistent and daily meditation on the sound for a minute is a worthy, noble, and powerful thing. And there is a verse of mystic poetry from Guru Kabir, just to get that number down even lower. Yes, we can do that. There is a verse of poetry from Kabir that says he heard the sound for 15 seconds and it changed his destiny. Just some words of encouragement that even short meditations upon the divine sound are revolutionary, a radical change in consciousness, a noble and wonderful thing, and a meaningful meditation, even if short, if upon the audible life stream, the great sound current 
in meditation, which takes the soul back ultimately to Sach Khand, the timeless, eternal, purely spiritual realm. Thanks for joining me today for Spiritual Awakening Radio and the Sant Mat Satsang Podcast. Visit my website for more resources, spiritualawakeningradio.com. <laughs>